get it going then. I think we record. All right, we were rolling. We are here. We are in the building. We still Skyping. You can't make this up podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Uh, your boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got to figure are. that out. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't look like you just woke up. That's a fact. <laughs> That's a fact. Off the bad ones, bro. Oh, you finally oh, made that yeah. order? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many y'all partake in? Two each. You okay. know, some, some slight. All right, all right. Well, shoot, let's jump into it, man. Shoot. Man, forget all that, man. We pretty much know what happened this week, right? We, we, we worked from home. Um... We watched TV, um, and we didn't go anywhere. <laughs> is, is, that, is that basically what happened this week? Anything, yeah. anything else interesting happened in y'all lives this week? Mm, I, I, I met 40 hours this week. Okay. I, I worked a little more than normal. Uh, but, yeah, no, that's about it. I have, I have I did stimulate some of my uh, small businesses with this stimulus check. I did go to have a couple more carryouts this week than normal. I had my my uh, submarine house that I never really get because that's always a fifty spot when you order for five people. So uh, we don't we don't really do that too often, but we did do some of that this week. It just you know had some of the local mom and pop stuff, not really the franchise stuff. So kind of focused on that when we decided to to splurge on a meal. So, that was it. <laughs> that was my week. Man, I would say my highlight is just getting bad ones yesterday. <laughs> oh, I was about to say, I, I, I did do that yesterday as well. When I got off of work yesterday, I went down, ordered the bad ones, went next door to the liquor store, picked up some of my tequila for killer vibes, and then had the bad ones and tequila for the ride home. So, not not had, but, you know. Brought them home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was my first time having them too. Like I've oh, never been. Oh, really? Oh, for real? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you was faded. You a rookie, bruh. Them bad ones. All you need Pistol. is two, bruh. You'll you be faded. You'll be faded. Which ones y'all get? The strawberry joint and then the regular joint. Yeah, I would get the regular. My wife had had them either, so we was we was drinking them. The first one, I'm like, oh shit, this is some legit shit. I can feel it. You know what I'm saying? Let me go ahead and get the second one. Let me chug this second one. And by the end, not even by the end, in the middle of the second one, I'm drunk. Tequila <laughs> left. I'm like, okay, let's just make it happen then. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna go to work. Right. You got the tequila popping. Niggas drinking beers. It was one of those. It was one of those nights, man. You and your shit. you and your lady and me and my lady had the same night because that's literally what happened. It was we got these we got these drinks. I was trying to schedule a nap between. I had to work yesterday, so I was trying to schedule a nap between work and killer vibes. That don't happen when you come home, so nap didn't happen. I just said forget it. So started drinking. The, I, I finished the bad wine before I even started the live, and then mm-hmm. I had a nice a nice little portion of that tequila. I cut it off when I had the first little uh, feeling. I, that was uh, that was that <laughs> was the cutoff. That was the cutoff. So. Y'all talking about bad wines? Wife just ran to the grocery store. I'm about to hit her up right now. I tell her, go ahead, grab a bottle, dog. I'm, I'm trying to partake too. So I, I didn't know they had them at the grocery store. Yep. Cause I put a post out, bro. Bro, Elsa's is popping. I called them. I called. I think it's what four or five different stores just in the area. I called all of them, bro. They always busy, always busy. I'm, I'm like, fuck. I'm gonna have to get something else. Mm-hmm. I tried one more time. They pick up, bro. When I got there, they had a whole operation set up, bro. Like you get in there, they got somebody at the, at the door like a bouncer. He'll set it up <laughs> to you quick as hell. Hey, I had a clipboard and people is in there moving. Phones is yeah. ringing off the hook. Man, what does that say about us as a culture, though, that, one, that liquor stores are made essential, and I don't know about y'all, but my alcohol intake has went through the roof. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I I haven't been on the scale in about 10 days, and I'm nervous just because <laughs> I know 
I have drunk more alcohol in the last month than I have drunk in the last year. Me too. Like, Me like too. it's that it's that level. And it's not that I'm like drinking every day, but like we might have a glass of a couple glasses of wine, you know, in the evening when I get home. We might uh I might pop over the beer. I've been trying different beers. I I went and grabbed me one of those Trotwood beers because I had one before, but I didn't remember like the taste of it. So I went and grabbed the just trying different stuff. We in, we in that Kroger wine section, taking our time going through that section, like picking out what we want. So it's just been a lot more. You at home, we're going to plan to watch this and plan to watch that. Let's have a cocktail. Let's have a drink. We've been having mimosas in the morning. We got orange juice. <laughs> it's, it's been going down, bro. We've been drinking all parts of the day. Right now, I have coffee and Bailey's in my coffee. Right now, it's going down, bro. <laughs> Every day, like, all day. We just I mean, drink. basically, I'm the same way, man. It's a, it's a, it's definitely a, at least one beer a day. I know a wifey been on a glass of wine every single day, and then once uh, I get home from work on Friday, that's when we going in. We we having mixed mm-hmm. drinks, and just boop, 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 go through a, two bottles a weekend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just every weekend. What else we doing? Like it's just trying to it's just keeping us from going crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I actually yesterday I went I mean, I've been working out doing like the YouTube workouts at the crib in the morning with me and a wifey, but uh Budet Man, RDP, him and his fam, they uh go hit the heels over like over by Kettering Middle School and uh Centerville High School. They got those heels out there. So uh, he was like, man, we still practicing social distancing, but we still getting, we working out outside, you know, trying to change it up. So we went out there, boy, like sprints up a hill, like like eight of them, then backpedal up a hill, like six of them, then sideways up a hill, <laughs> four of them, then two bear crawls up that bitch. Nigga, when I say... My lungs was on fire. <laughs> not on fire, but on fire. So, yeah. Bruh. If I was to run like that again, man, it's going to be a five-minute mucus uh, on the side of the grass moment. Like, this is – it's over for me in, the, in those lungs getting full capacity, I think. It's over. If I got to run that hard, I just got to make a decision. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> update, update on the uh... – the, the pull-up bar. Because oh! oh. <laughs> this shit about to be going back. <laughs> Bruh, I spent about two hours just trying to screw shit in. And I should have just got the simple one, just the pull-up bar. But now nah, I got the one where you can, like, connect something and do dips. <laughs> it got some little ropes so you can, I don't know, like, you can yeah. put some hands on there and do some extra shit. Right. You got to pick your, you got to pick your best door frame to put that one on, bro. We try every door frame and it's not working. <laughs> like I even had my dad come out here. I'm like, bro, you got to come look at this shit because uh, <laughs> I couldn't get it, and he couldn't get it either. I'm like, all right, it's it's not just me, but right. I I tried to like put some little pressure on it and it just slipped off, <laughs> off the door. <laughs> Can't do it. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, get my forty dollars back. Yeah, man. <laughs> get to Walmart. Go get the. They got a nice little cheap one that you can get, man. Got a little pads on it, man. You know, he's still at risk to fall, but you know, <laughs> it's what it is. Killer. How was Killer vibes last night? It was. It was cool. It was a little shorter than I wanted, man. I'm starting to get frustrated with the cutoffs, man, because like I'm a one man show, so it ain't like you got somebody running running the, the back production for you, and you got somebody pouring your drinks for you, or Shooting the kids off like it's a one man show, so uh, y'all just getting a Not full glimpse. Of, y'all getting a full glimpse of what it's like when I'm making my mixes. Like that's literally, like I'll be dancing, I'll be, I'll be forgetting that I'm making a mix sometimes when it starts feeling too good, and then I gotta go back and fix it, or you know, <laughs> or just let it go, or you know, whatever. But um, it went well. I did about, I think I did about an hour and forty somewhere around there. Um. I had a, had the tequila flowing on top of the bad wine, so that kind of led to the shortage as well. And then I ain't gonna lie, I was eager to check in to the to the to the Teddy Riley baby face. So I wanted to at least I wanted to at least be be one of the ones that checked in just to see what it was going on. And uh, I'm definitely we'll definitely get into that. But um, 
all in all, man, it went well. Um, I starting, I starting to get now people to request me to do different vibes. So that's that's sure people are at least paying attention. Yeah. Um, I'm getting a little tired of myself of shouting out the Cash App shit, but uh, <laughs> it's helping. You know, in a time where I'm losing money, so it's kind of a catch twenty two. It's like every time I every time I do it, I don't really want to, but then. Somebody might hear that that didn't maybe not read to take the time to read the pen tweet or just having a good time and feeling it and want to throw something at it. So all in all, things are going well though. Um, I'm I'm uh, I have made hundreds of dollars doing this, and that's uh, right. helping me and my family get through uh, them being at home twenty four seven and eating up everything. So. Now I was looking at Manny Fresh do a mix, and somehow he has his cash app. Staple, I told the like, wife that this morning. Like, is that like some Photoshop shit? Because I, I that's, asked that's her, was it a wave? I asked her, was it a template or what? Because he had the Vivo and the Cash App and nothing else, and then he could just vibe, and that's right above his head, just plastered. You can't miss it. So, right. that's literally like we had that conversation at 11 o'clock this morning, so I didn't have time to Google yet, but I'm about to be on that. But I also got a request from Miss Faith Daniels at the lovely. WROU 92.1. She uh, checked it in with me, said she was uh, trying to come to the mix to the party last night and missed it. Asked me to throw a couple mixes together for her. So I'm going to do that today. Nice. You mentioned mentioned Killer Vibes. I seen you went on Facebook as well. Yeah, uh, this this week I've been, or last two weeks I've done Facebook and IG together. Uh, I did my website last week. This week it was literally. Uh, not enough time between me stopping after work to get bad wines and alcohol and dinner and then coming home. Yeah, and then coming home and getting everything together, getting everybody situated. By the time all that happened, I just ran out of time, so I didn't get the iPad charged up enough to put the website up. But the website is the most durable. It's just hard to get people to leave, you know, a platform as, like, you're, you're telling people to don't go to McDonald's or Wendy's come to come to kill the vibes you know what I'm right saying? Like, so so it's, it's kind of hard to get people to get over there but you know i enjoy the i i, I enjoy the organicness of it i'm getting more and more people hitting me up every week so dope, all dope. all is all is well yeah man i uh i of course stopped by killer vibes rocking out and then like at night like i saw it was probably about anywhere was ranging between you know 20 and 30 people through during the first hour and then, like, at seeing like at nine o'clock on the IG live, it just it dropped down to like four people. Exactly. And, you know, everybody took that turn to see what was popping with Teddy <laughs> Riley and Babyface, and and, I, uh, and all my devices was tied up. I couldn't check <laughs> in. <laughs> so going into that, ep- well, going into that battle, who did y'all think was gonna win? Man, I thought people was going to sleep on face just because he got a catalog like no other. No, you can't come in here right now. Uh, Go ahead. (laughs) So, you you see how my life is? So, um, I thought thought people was going to sleep on face for sure. Maybe face was going to get slept on. But I thought Teddy P was going to win hands down. Yeah, I I had my money on uh, TR for sure. Everybody else that I talked to, they said Babyface because, you know, not only Babyface got up-tempo joints, he got the slow jams, but I was like, man, that New Jack Swing era, all yeah. the joints that he did with <laughs> uh, Bobby Brown, I was like, man, yeah. I think I think this is going to be an epic one. So, Dizzle, I'm sure you know these songs, a lot of these songs, but you just don't didn't know that these guys made these songs. Exactly. So I didn't I didn't know who was gonna win because I didn't know who was pulling what out of they pack out of they uh, catalog. So I was down, man. I was tuned in. That's that's why we got the bad wines. I'm like, okay, we gonna get drunk. We are gonna turn this shit up. We are gonna have make it a function. And uh, nine o'clock hits. Uh, Teddy Riley had the whole. I'm like, is this nigga about to perform? He had the DJ in the back. I'm like, okay. Sound like he was talking to about two or three interns or something, trying to make sure everything was set, <laughs> trying to get Babyface on the line. I knew it was a problem. They was like, Babyface is ready. Is he on? Is he on? Is he on? They, they were out. It was about 10, 15 minutes before it even started. I'm like, all right, these old folks don't know what they're doing, bro. Somebody <laughs> <laughs> help. Man, I knew it was bad when they had the echo 
prior to even going live. Like they had the echo going on there because the week before with the RZA and DJ Premier, it wasn't the echo. It was the fact that the RZA sound just wasn't there. Like he wasn't connected good. Like looked like he didn't have his Wi-Fi on or some shit. So he was kind of like buffer for the first, first like two songs, and then like he got his shit together and it was it was rocking. So you know I I had faith. I was like, all right, man. Look, none of these dudes is you know what I'm saying 25 years old that could just boom 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 and all right we jumping. Like yo, technology is a challenge for some people. All right, we'll we'll get it going. You know, first round. All right, be a little sloppy, but I mean the echo. And, and I stayed in there as long as I could, man. And I, I had to bounce because, like, the echo was killing the vibe. <laughs> like, you know, you in this middle of this pandemic, dude, This these are the things that we can look forward to. Like, yo, we know everybody's going to be on IG rocking. Like, yo, we had the drinks. We had – I see I had this shit streaming from the uh, the sound bar at the crib. So I had the big, the big speakers going. I'm like, yeah. all right, let's rock. <laughs> and – the fact that the shit could never start rocking was pissing me off. And it was just the fact that TR was just doing too much. Like, you know, Babyface was there and pressing, pressing, pressing play. Like, all right, here go, here go this song. Like a normal motherfucker would. But he TR wanted to put on a show. He wanted to put on a, a performance. I'm like, nigga, don't put on no performance, nigga. Let's play the records. Do it for the culture. Do it for the people. We are stuck <laughs> in the fucking house. Right. The just because he got a whole stage in his house don't mean he had to go and try to <laughs> try to Erica Badu tonight, you know, and put on a whole production. Like, she yeah. did that shit in, in, on, a, on a website, you know, where you had to get a link. It wasn't on no IG. And being that I wasn't there for most of it, my question I had could there have been that Babyface has speakers from his computer and also a microphone he was talking into? So was it hearing the speakers of Teddy Riley, whatever he was doing? And then also, could it be him talking? But then when I kind of watched back, I thought, nah, that might not have been the case because Teddy uh, Babyface wasn't saying shit and he was saying <laughs> <on the echo. laughs> So, <laughs> so I, I was... It was it was echoing before they even started. Before even Babyface even got in the room, it was echoing. I gotcha. think it was because Tr has a, a a site that he's pumping too that he's trying to get involved with it too. So like they weren't meshing, they the interfaces yeah. weren't meshing, and it was doing like a loop looping sound effect. And you know they didn't hear it because they're just in the room yeah. with themselves. Babyface didn't hear it because he's just getting a direct feed. But at the meshing point that we're watching on IG was forcing the echo effect. So it's just like, hey man, yeah. stop. I found myself, I found myself over the last month Googling and just kind of digging into some of the technology of DJ and where we are in 2020 with what's out there. And they got these little things, I think they call rig twos, where you can Basically, I could take my main source, like my my quarter inch or my RCA or my whatever, plug into this box and then plug that in to the computer, and it turns it into where they hearing the audio how they're supposed to hear it. Like they're not, like it makes it that real clear. So, you know, it's reading about that shit and then being on the back end of all this, it's making this shit way more funnier to me because I woke up to Spice Adams this morning. Like and that <laughs> shit, and, and and I only checked in to probably when by the time I finished Killavise and checked in, the wife probably fifteen minutes before I stopped came in here with her iPad, turned it around, and showed me that it had four hundred plus K in there, Dude. and I was like, I'm like, oh shit! So I was a low key on some like, time to end it. The next time one of these cut off, it's a wrap because I gotta go check in and see what's going on because I was excited to see it. So. Uh, we uh, did about 10, 15 more minutes. I go check in, and it was like a, a four-second echo between what he was saying and what was like. It was so bad. I I didn't last a minute. Like I probably stayed in there one minute and then had to leave. Try to come back, see if it was just me. <laughs> like was that my phone? Like let me check back in. No, it was still happening. So 
then the yeah. memes this morning have been the internet's undefeated now. They are undefeated. Right it's now. been crazy. The memes started coming out at like eleven. Like as soon as <laughs> it basically was over, like my timeline got flooded. This what you were saying something? Nah, I said I actually preferred what happened last night. That shit was <laughs> unique, bro. <laughs> I was looking forward to the music, but bruh, that was some extra entertainment that I was not expecting. <laughs> Hilarious. Motherfuckers is get definitely getting fired, and I, like as many people as uh, Teddy Riley had with him, wasn't nobody looking at the comments? Cause the whole time niggas is in there like, yo, we can't hear you, niggas stop and dancing, we can't hear you. What are you doing? Doing the black, doing the black. He was yeah. rocking. That's the part that I love the most about all this shit because when you just said the people in the comments, those people are like. Tyrese and like like they're not just like come follow me 24 <laughs> making a comment like it's like right. everybody that's watching this shit got a blue check mark it feel like so you just be laughing at like yo fab fab getting pissed or you know you, whatever video you watching I watch it for the comments more than I'm watching it sometimes for what's happening because I want to see if, if everybody's as drunk as me everybody feeling the vibe as me like i enjoy that part of it being not just regulars in the comments <laughs> that nigga right, right there yeah he was rocking like nigga, <laughs> stop we can't hear the tunes <laughs> yeah man the memes was legendary i mean apparently they're gonna try again next week yeah, hopefully killer boss get getting moved up <laughs> we 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 going seven to nine next week. Seven to nine, okay, that'll work. That'll work. And uh, you know how y'all feel about Governor Dewine aiming to reopen the state on May first? I've been saying it all week. Take it easy, man. Take it easy. Like like Trash. you gotta slow down because now I will say this. I did watch Meet the Press this morning because I've been up since extra early. Uh, and they was talking about how, like, phase one and phase two of all these, you know, the, the federal government don't want to take control of the situation and start a leadership or be a run point, you know, in this. But they also want to place the blame on every governor if something go bad or something right. don't go as 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 uh, it should. So and, and all that said, phase one really is what we're doing now because they – I haven't read it, but I heard the guy talking about it, and he was he kind of broke down some of the key points in Phase 1, and Phase 1 is basically what, what we've been doing since March. Mm-hmm. So they're saying we're going to open up for Phase 1 March 1st, trying to make it sound like it's this big thing. Phase 1 is still practicing social distancing. It's still working from home, essential people only. It's still, you know, life as we know it now. So it's not like Phase 1 May 1st is like, oh, shit, we jumping. Like, if you sit back and kind of take the time to go over it, Phase 1 is what we've been doing anyway. So. Yeah. What you? What about you, Dizzle? Garbage, bro. Yeah. Like, if anybody has seen what Florida has been doing, how they opened up the beaches, having them motherfuckers packed, and Man. then at the same time, them reporting what the highest spike the highest day of cases confirmed like yo it's not it's not time to start opening up shit it's time to chill out let's gather some more data we only been shut down for like this for about a month like i don't i haven't been keeping up with ohio's numbers like that but i feel like we have not hit our spike especially right. if we about to back up we about to we about to spike even more yeah. i mean this is this is my point like, I feel them. I understand. Like, look, man, you know, all three of us are still blessed to be on, to be in, employed still. And yeah. so many people are furloughed or just playing out fire from their job. So, like, it's coming to a point where people can't make money. They can't feed their families. Damn sure can't pay their bills. So that the $1,200 that Cash just got, they probably didn't ran through that shit already. And, mm-hmm. like, Motherfuckers is nervous, rightfully so. So, in their point, they're like, "Man, we gotta reopen something slowly but surely, keep numbers down. Like, we gotta spark the economy somehow to keep the citizens safe and keep everybody working." But at the same point, man, like, like y'all both said, man, like, if our numbers are down for a reason, our numbers aren't high because we've been practicing social social distancing for over a month now. That's why we haven't 
So we can't just flush that down the toilet just because motherfuckers want to go outside. Yeah. Like, hey, man, go in your backyard. That's what I did. Shit, I'll go in the backyard. Go cut your grass. Go do something. I've been feeling like people really, we, we're, we're kind of getting a glimpse of how leadership is kind of been in, in, in our lifetimes and in our country's history because, like, they it feels like they so worried and which rightfully is you know affects me as much as i'm as much as i'm downplaying it but the small business aspect of like some of these mom and pops will never open up again like you might not you might i don't want to throw names and throw shades for people away but you might not get that mom and pop that you had in your lifetime in your hood that's been there for as long as you can remember that did x y or z they might not be able to survive this and then i start thinking about the people like that maybe might be a district manager of a, of a place that, you know, is shut down right now, or, or you know, they, they, they reached that $105,000 income and they ain't getting no check. They ain't got no job. Like they're in a position that they ain't never been in before with bills four times as much as people that got the checks, you know, or, right. or, you know, got whole houses and whole properties and whole boats and whole everything that they got to figure out how they paying for. So, it's affected people on different levels. And ultimately, the answer is not rush back to get that money because, you know, that money going to kill you trying to get to it because it's, like Dizzle said, the numbers and places where people are kind of brushing this off, you, you're going to get a real feeling of, of how long flu season can last and how how they don't know a lot about how this is being transferred. My wife, man, she asked me a great question this morning. Like, if you in the store and somebody cough, is that shit on the on the fruit loops for you know the next hour is it on there like how is it being spread it how do we how do we define what's happening to control it and like that answer ain't been told yet so it, it ain't time easy. to just start gathering because we don't even know some of the answers to our questions yet right man it's a very scary time man i mean i just you just don't know what to do you don't know what to tell people and you damn sure don't know what to do but Gathering in public places, damn sure ain't the move, man. And uh, they got to be smart about how they reopen not only the state, but the country. I mean, you know, if restaurants going to be at like 40% capacity, I mean, y'all cats DJ, man. So, like, what happens when y'all get reached out to by these clubs and these people trying to have weddings? What are y'all going to tell them? Bruh, I actually... um I have one person that postponed, but I have two weddings in May that haven't postponed and that they plan on doing it. I uh, I plan on making that money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to actually hit them up as soon as we get off of here just to make sure things is running smooth. And I'm about to just have make sure I have my boundaries. I'm not shaking hands. If you got a DJ request, I'm gonna give out some number that you can just text, and I can just look at it and get your request. Nobody to the yeah. DJ. Killer Kev, no request 2020, baby. Yeah, like you said, <laughs> if we can't find the app for that, hit my DMs. There are some apps out there. I have been, like you say, I've been digging deep into ways to. I gotta find ways to survive in this, and that's kind of like. I always resort back to YouTube because that's kind of where I learned how to be a DJ. When I got the itch to to want to do this, I started by researching and watching DJs on YouTube and just figuring it out. So that's kind of my go-to when I have questions or trying to have experience some growth in this field. I start there. So yeah, we don't have to figure out an app because I ain't yeah I ain't shaking no hands. I ain't yeah you ain't sharing my microphone. Ooh. Oh yeah! Shoot, wedding planners got to make the announcements and shit. Yeah, I, I'm doing all the talking. Do, do do you, Paul, take Steve? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing all the talking, all of it. One mic. Oh man, oh, we want to get it. And I even thought about places that rent mics and sound. Like, will they open back up? Will they survive this? They ain't making no bread, and they got landlords and everything else, and insurance and. You know, like, it's just going to be a lot of questions when this shit get rolling, bro. A lot of questions. So yeah, I, I got to reach out. Go ahead. I was going to say, I, I, don't, I didn't listen to DeWine's order. So, like, on May 1st, when things are gradually opening back up, is there still a limit on the gathering? Because I'm assuming these weddings ain't just 20 people. You know what I'm saying? You got family coming in from out of state, out of the country in some situations. 
So he really didn't say. He just was like, you know, the goal is still May first. Um, that's what we're working towards, and we're working on plans to reopen the state by May first. But we definitely have limitations set in. So, you know, I guess. I mean, shit. I don't fucking know. I mean, <laughs> I'm gonna say because I'm assuming some of these venues can't even if they know that the party got more than fifty people. Are they even? able to do so like without losing a liquor license like y'all but are that's the that's the thing though it can't have 50 if you got 10 caterers and you got a photo dude and you got somebody like it gotta be that number gotta be solid to who's in that building like like right. and i've noticed too being out in the catering area where i'm working right now i've noticed like the catering kroger's on stroop they're not doing though at the door it's counting numbers like it but they are doing social distancing but like yeah. Trader Joe's, Trader Joe's over there, 30, 30 is the number. And if you if you ain't in that thirty, you waiting outside in that little collection area until somebody come out. It's two in, two out type deal. So, so it's you know some places are doing it more and more. And I feel like when these places open them back up, you gonna have to realize that it's gonna be a dude there with the keys. That's one. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be you know the bride and groom. That's three. You know we already. You start putting those kind of numbers together. That that fifty or thirty or whatever that number is gonna be, you know, that's gonna fill up real quick. So absolutely, because uh, we were watching a, a Easter church service online last week, and you know the order was ten people. So, bro, man had the whole choir up there. That was like ten right there. <laughs> he was up there, and then he had the camera crew working. And he was like, you know, I got to apologize. We up here 20 deep, and I'm telling y'all to practice social distancing. You know, I, I just forgot. I thought I automatically said, yeah, the choir. Then, I, of course, I got to be there and just didn't think of it. So, I mean, mm -hmm. it ain't – I mean, it's churches, it's restaurants, it's grocery stores, it's everybody. Everybody's affected by this, uh, places of employment. I mean – like I said, man, Killer, like, the way you working right now, like, you working more now than you was before at uh, I, I, the Edible. I have been saying that. I said I have been going hard since Valentine's Day. And I'm talking, like, the the business itself has just grown. I don't know if the word is getting out of they just hell of a owners and they just hitting up this, letting everybody know they black owned and because we get a lot of, Four five four one fives and four five four one sevens and <laughs> on these orders, which is cool. Like we jumping, but I've been going so hard, and I and I'll be I'll be cautious of like, and I'm hitting up the store a couple times a week because we need something. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm out in these in these places, but then I'll be like, well, I ain't never getting no cart. I'm only getting like four bananas, or I'm getting you know a seven or eight strawberries i can take one of them little buggies or you know the little like baskets or whatever you know mm -hmm. so i'm trying to be cautious of what i'm touching you know and i'm hating the fact that they got these plastic bags over these goddamn uh car, car readers <laughs> that just that, that feels so nasty to me it feels like everybody just plastic bag in the same plastic bag and that don't feel no cleaner than you taking the time to wipe it off Yep. with a wipe, you know. What I'm I saying? agree. Like, I think that bag is making it worse. I think you could just spray it down every time somebody uses it. Yeah, what what I've been doing in places that have hand sanitizer is I lube up and I take that pen and I I use that pen with a wet hand and I <laughs> and I touch everything that I can with that with that pen. I put my number in with that pen, whatever I got to do. So that's kind of like, but see, I'm you, that's how the world is changing, and like I don't see us going back to being. You know, no more glass up at Kroger's and everybody hugging uh -huh. and, you know, somebody coughed by you and you just laugh it off. Like, it, like, like the world is about to be different. It's Absolutely, crazy. man. Crazy. Man, we just hope everybody be safe out there, man. Keep washing your hands. Keep practicing social distancing. And I, I mean, I know. To, go ahead. I just wanted to ask y'all real quick before we get off the topic. Like you said, I've been working more than I have been in other months. I was going to ask you, what is your one thing you love about being home this much? And what is your one thing that you hate about being home this much? Go ahead, Dizzle. One thing I love, man, we saving so much money, bro. As bad yeah. as this situation is, like, this was almost the timing that we needed because we're trying to get a yeah. house. Exactly. So we've been, like, our my job gave us, I think, they gave us, like, $600 just 
okay, we know you, you're going through a tough time. Here's 600 extra bucks on your paycheck. Nice. So that, went, that went straight to the savings. I just got a, a raise, which went into effect. Another one? No, no, no. <laughs> Same raise. But it hasn't kicked in yet. So, oh, okay. I mean, it, it, it just kicked in. So that same 600 extra dollars was the same paycheck where my raise kicked in. So I was balling with that paycheck. All <laughs> yeah. Then the uh, stimulus check, the Trump check came in. Yeah. All savings. So I'm like, yo, I, I done filled up on gas. Ain't been nowhere. So I ain't been having to pay for gas. So let me tell you about that real Baby. quick. When I go to the, to the gas station now and... My total will be $21 or $11 and 14 whatever. I round it up to the nearest 20 30 40 50 60 I've been doing that, and, like, I did it for $7 and $5, and I was full. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not even – you're spending less than $15 to fill up now, and there's nowhere to go. There's yeah. nothing to do. And me and, but me and the wife is on the same shit. Like, we've been saving so much money. I, I'm working more. Her job is still paying her, but she ain't really has all she all she has to do is computer, you know, kind of like do your little um TED talks is what I call them. Like you do your little at home learnings and do whatever they ask you to do on a couple hours a day on the computer. She's not going out and interacting with people like she would be, so but they're still paying her. So like we getting all this money, we're traveling less, no one's going nowhere, and everything is just saving up because we're trying to get to this house. We got the VA home loans. So now we're able to knock down some of this credit, get the credit score up when they turn back on one day. But, you know, <laughs> we, we pay, we're paying off some of these bills and shortening up. We got rid of the cable bill. We YouTube TV now. So uh-huh. we're moving towards the right direction. Like you say, this was a, the, the stimulus that I needed in my life to, you know, be able to get a car when this is over and work towards this house. So, Yeah, man, for me, the best part about it is, you know, Granted, I'm working half the day from home and half the day from the station. Um, wife is working all day from home. You know, even though right here is where y'all see me right now, this is where I do all my work from when I'm working. She's normally right there, so we spend a lot of time together. We always spend a lot of time together, but, like, it's a lot of time together, and I'm proud to say that we ain't a part of that demographic that's going at each other's heads, going at each other's throats, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? So I'm happy for that. And the worst part about it is, man, seeing the people that, that lost their job at the radio station. You know what I'm saying? It's, uh, should we lost the homie TJ Smooth to this. Yeah. We lost a couple of uh, sales reps to this. We lost uh, Tom, who works in the promotion department. So when people leave, other people have to pick up the slack. So, like, my workload has freaking doubled. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, this, it's even more than, like, when everything was still open. Like, so the amount of updating the website, you know, getting all the information from DeWine up there, just we running this promotion called uh, Business of the Day where we working with different businesses. Hey, how want to you know I recognize is uh, DJ Killer Kev as our Business of the Day. Holla at him for all your wedding needs. So we got to run those commercials on all five stations. We got to update the website every single day with a different business. So, we got five stations in the building, so I'm on the website all damn day, updating right. shit all day, every day. Then once I'm done with that, boom, pack up, get to the station, produce Justin's show, basically produce slash co-host his show with him, and then I get home at like six. So from the moment I get up to the moment I get home, I'm working. Like, and I've yeah. done stuff over the weekend for promotions that they want to start on Monday, and this all comes from, you know, the furloughs and the unfortunately people getting fired from their job so like that's the worst part about it man like but like i said i can't complain because i'm blessed enough to still be employed man because a lot of people aren't exactly I, i've been saying this uh this military disability has always been my backbone to know i have somewhere to live but the question was did i have dpnl did i have tv did i have food like the, the rent part covered but everything else required me to work for it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I put in my work for the military side. But um, being able to work, man, like, I'm, I'm super, I'm excited. But then I'm also like, man, where do people that I work with go when they get off? Right. Like, like is they trying to go to the to the house party because there's been four straight weekends and they ain't been able to get faded with their friends like they used to? Are they are they having cabin fever? You know, it's, it's going to start happening where people are going to be like, man, fuck that. 
I'm having a party for my birthday. Come through. You know, it's going to be, <laughs> you know, when the weather starts getting 75 degrees, it's gonna, people still going to try to get to that grill, to them outside. It's, it's going to happen. And yeah, man. That's that's the scary part. Yeah, man. My uh, me and the homie Steph, we got the same barber, and uh, he reached out to Steph to be telling like, yo, he doing house calls, and I was Hell like, no. I was like, I told Steph, I was like, bruh, his he was like, oh, I ain't doing it. I was like, yeah, I might not be fucking with him no more. Like straight up, like yo, like if the if the state reopened on the first, like I'm gonna need at least a month before I go get a cut. From him, at least. Right. Like, yo, like, if you out here cutting niggas' hair left or right, going to, oh, they got masks and gloves. Man, that shit don't mean nothing, dog. What that mean? <laughs> what this that mean? to their lip, trying to get their line right. Like, <laughs> yeah. You all in their... Uh, breathing on them. Space. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Say this has... They breathing on the clippers? Come on, bro. This could not have happened in the worst, in the worst time for me in my life. In the sense of being married almost eleven years and not giving a fuck about my appearance most of the time, <laughs> like all, the only thing I'm doing is taking the, the trimmers to my underneck because that shit gets irritating to me. Right. I get my underneck and try to make it as close to a line as possible. Everything else will not get touched until you know, like you say, somebody that I know that went through a quarantine process after the world opened up because. Barbers are out here in these streets trying to get to, you know, they uh-huh. income, and that, that's a risky, risky move. Yeah, man, but what niggas looking fresh for in the house, though? That's what I'm saying. Like, I have... IG. I, <laughs> IG. I don't get two shits. My mustache, like, my... The, I'm gonna show y'all. The sides of my head haven't been <laughs> cut in so long that I'm getting, like, the grow to the side. From like the fade, it's supposed to be a fade. It's not even like it's hair now. So I'm straight, no ponies. I'm just, <laughs> I, I'm just rugging it out here and don't care. Can't my help, man. Getting Can't my help. food now. I be taking, <laughs> I be taking a bite of food and be taking a bite of my lip here. <laughs> yeah, I lie, I, lie, I I clean my face up and line my shit up a little bit, but shit, I can't line it up in the front no more because I got the overhang. My hair like over front, so I don't even touch that. No, I'm like, well, I ain't gonna fuck with that. <laughs> I clean my face up and under here, but other than that, I'm like, man, we just got to do what it's gonna do. Yeah. But tonight, tonight oh, yeah. it's going down nine o'clock ESPN goat shit. The last dance, yeah, Jordan doc, the Scotty Pippen doc, the Rodman doc, the Phil Jackson doc, the Chicago Bulls doc, 10 part series, two episodes tonight. It's going down. Dizzle, you never saw Michael Jordan play. But what are you looking forward oh, to learning the most? I've seen him play. What do you mean? A when real was born, game. Dizzle. When yeah. was you born? I was born in 92. Okay. Oh, man. So you was right, man. I mean, I watched him. He wasn't a, I, I was a kid, though. So I, I remember yeah. the big games. I mean, I, I always stayed watching basketball. So okay. I watched him. But now nah, this is going to be a good look. Because, <laughs> um... I need some content and I need some sports. <laughs> I definitely yeah. need some sports in my life. So this is they moved up the date, perfect yeah. timing. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. The numbers is gonna be crazy because niggas ain't got nothing else to watch. People that's been feeding for sports, this is the perfect documentary to just get that fixed. Um, so I'm gonna be tuned in. What you looking forward to learning? Uh, j- shit. Honestly, I'm just trying to see some basketball, bro. <laughs> <laughs> See something I ain't seen. I don't. I don't like watching the hardwood classics because I already know I love how, it. how it ends. But this is some. They got a lot of footage that I've never seen. I've seen a few uh, MJ or you know Chicago Bulls. Um, what's it called? Like backstory footage and shit like that. But this just look like they put it together well. Whole bunch of interviews from motherfuckers that's hard to reach. So I'm mm. I'm looking forward to it. I, I like the Dennis Rodman doc. So if this is anything near that realm, I'm with it. What about you, Keller? Yeah, I'm definitely uh, excited to see the story of how Michael Jordan couldn't win no chip without somebody being from Dayton. So that's, <laughs> I'm excited for the for the Paxson story and the Ron Harper story as well. Uh, from Dayton? Yeah, yes, John Paxson played at UD. <laughs> Ron Harper played at Miami of Ohio from Dayton. Yeah, for sure. Did not know yeah. that. Yeah, so that's always been my little joke. But no, on the real, I'm excited because that was like really 
the highlight of me falling in love with basketball was Jordan's rise. You know, like I was the kid that fell in love with basketball because Michael Jordan became the shit. You know what I'm saying? And I don't really like. I was too young to know anything about his college, you know, run, but I was I was still able to to uh, enjoy his 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 professional run at the heights of like when I was playing in my you know elementary league, dominating with eight boards and eight assists. <laughs> so man, uh, I'm, I'm just so pumped. I'm man. excited, man. I'm excited for every second of it. Yeah, I'm so pumped for this, Doc. Man, I mean. Basically, I, I started watching basketball uh, when I was, like, probably, like, 9, 10 years old. And I remember my first NBA Finals that I watched. It was Detroit. They lost to the Lakers in the Finals. And Isaiah Thomas, like, sprained both his ankles and scored 25 points in the third quarter of that NBA Finals game. Like, that's the, one, that's the first Finals game I ever remember. They end up losing to the Lakers. The next year, they they uh swept the Lakers. I watched that, and then the following year, like that's like when I started like watching regular season basketball. And I remember watching the Eastern Conference Finals that year. It was the Pistons versus the Bulls, Game Seven, and Jordan, 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 Jordan. Like my brother would be like, he was a big uh. Isaiah Thomas fan. He was, all they would talk about, man, they just got to stop Jordan. They just got to stop Jordan. All they got to do is stop Jordan. Just filing. Just keep filing, whatever. And, uh, like, all I could see is, like, like, yo, this dude just, like, keep coming down the lane and banging on everybody. And they end up, the Bulls end up getting blown out by the Detroit. And Detroit goes on to beat Portland in the uh, finals. So that next year, I'm watching basketball every chance I can get. Like, this was, like, when uh NBA used to come on CBS. That's this how long ago that was. So yeah. I, that was like the first season like I watched all the way through and they end up winning their first championship over the Lakers. Then they won another one over um the Suns and then they won another one. Then he retired. So just watching this and watching everything Michael Jordan, I mean from the Michael Jordan come fly with me tape, Michael Jordan's playground, watching everything Michael Jordan my entire life fall in love with basketball. And being able to see how a franchise that had the best player of all time would basically let him walk. They basically tore down an empire. The, the Bulls were never afforded the chance to do what the Lakers did with Shaq and Kobe. Like, all right, run it until y'all lose. The right. Bulls never got that chance. They ran it. Jordan retired. He came back. They ran it again. And then the sixth championship, the organization was like, eh, Fuck it. Scottie Pippen, we don't need you no more. Phil Jackson, we don't need you no more. Michael Jordan, who are you? We don't need you no more. We're going to be fine without y'all. And it, it, that's the story that I'm looking forward to learning more about. I know a little bit about it. I know a lot of egos got involved. So that's what I'm super excited to check out. Yeah, there's, there's nothing more exciting to me. Hold on, baby. There's nothing more exciting, to, exciting for me to, like, be able to like watch a documentary, but know the people that are in a documentary are also doing the play-by-play from the, you know, from the like, in the interview standpoint. So like, I love hearing like the rebuttals to why this happened. And like, as a child, I learned like, I learned words that wasn't even around me because of like Michael Jordan, just his, his heart. Like when to see somebody be sick with the flu, and Woo. give buckets and like being a kid and kind of interpreting that as like he I know what Congo. I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> call, call it what you want. Now yeah, I know what both of those hungover, feel like. Food poisoning. Right. He got buckets. How about drunk. say, as a kid, as a kid, he was sick. As an adult, it can be a hangover. I know what both of those feel like. And to <laughs> yeah, give buckets, you just have one. <laughs> to, to give buckets either way is amazing. So, so I'm just excited to hear kind of like the play by play and then. Some of my favorite players was the others. Like I was that kid that wasn't the star on the team, but I could also I, I, I played <laughs> I, I played with a lot of heart. You know what I'm saying? A lot of heart. So yeah. I'm enjoying I, I'm enjoying hearing the you know the, the uh, B J Armstrong and, and the cool yeah. coach and the and the and the Willingtons and the Cartwrights and the Bushlers and you know all those all those role players that uh. Got to say little eight minutes. That was those were my guys, the, the eight minute guys. <laughs> All right, shoot, let's close it out with this a little uh who you got NBA player edition in a one on one game. Mm, Iverson okay. 
Iverson versus Steph, who you got? Steph. Nah, I got yeah, yeah, Steph, Steph, Steph. I got AI. I got AI all day long. All day long. That's an easy one though, bro. Cause uh I mean what Iverson Iverson what what he can't See? he ain't even a shooter like that. If we talk about one on one, you gotta do something. He ain't about to just body him. Like they both little as fuck. Curry at least <laughs> I was gonna say I just prepped this week and watched that Iverson documentary this past week. We went, we went back and watched that. It like just popped up and it was something to watch. And it, it, it was a little – I kind of I blurted out Steph. And, like, the more I think about it, Iverson was – he made his he made his career being a, a, being a one-on-one unstoppable. So. Yeah, this ain't team ball. This is a straight one-on-one. I'm going to take AI because – I mean, Steph is like one of the worst defenders in basketball history. So I'm gonna go ahead and take Iverson, probably good, breaking good his point. weak ass ankles one more time. Uh, MJ versus Kobe. MJ. I'm gonna go with MJ. I'm gonna keep the peace. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna go against the grain. <laughs> you damn right. You damn right. Here go a good one. Uh, obviously these dudes are all in their prime, but uh, D Rose versus Westbrook. D Rose. I might I like go with Westbrook. I think Westbrook's drive, like his uh, intensity, gonna end up injuring D Rose in the game. <laughs> so I feel like Westbrook gonna make it out alive. You know, <laughs> I'm, I would say this is probably the uh, the second matchup that I would want to watch the most. But I think I would go with D Rose just because I think D Rose is just a tad bit bigger, tad bit stronger. Um, he, I he gets up a tad bit high. You gotta go watch some of them high school dunks, boy. Yeah, he, <laughs> he got one dunk where he dunking like his whole everything fell, and he got up just like ah! I, I just watched that this past week on YouTube. It was, man, <laughs> he got some dunks. So I go D Rose. Go with D Rose. All right, Bron Bron versus Magic. It's a one-on-one game. It's a one-on-one game. This ain't no team game. One-on-one game. LeBron. LeBron. Easy. I wouldn't say easy, but I definitely say Bron. I definitely say Bron because, uh, I mean, they 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 the same damn size, but the athleticism that Bron brings to the table is crazy but over can, Magic. I will say Bron, but I can see Magic getting a whole bunch of bullshit buckets because of Bron. Exactly. <laughs> I, I've never seen a highlight of Magic Johnson shooting. I ha, I don't even know what his form looked like. I seen his passing highlights. I seen him taking. But it he down. might. That's what I'm saying. In his prime, he gonna come with them long ass linky layups, and LeBron ain't gonna be giving the effort on the on the block because he's tired from <laughs> the offensive. Long, be getting, oh man, be getting them stretch Armstrong layups. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I will. I will roll with LeBron. Here go another good one. Giannis versus KG. Giannis. KG. KG for me. KG for me, dude. I think defensively. Prime KG. Like, you yeah. look at you look at what Kawhi did to Giannis in the playoffs. He didn't let him body him to get to the rim to dunk. And KG's a better defender than Kawhi. Yeah. What? No, where you going to see nothing but the roof? Oh, <laughs> my God. Yeah. I, I don't know. Bruh, you wild. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I haven't seen enough of KG. I got to see more. I didn't really start watching KG until he got to Boston. Oh, you missed it. You missed when KG was a real dog. Like, when KG was with Boston, it was only he was only doing that uh, mid-range jump shot for that. But the T-Wolves, like, he was banging on cats. Like, just going at him. And shoot, it was a playoff run that KG – Ran point guard for the T Wolves because they had they starting point guard got hurt and their backup was suspended. So it was like two games where he had to play point guard. It was crazy. Giannis, KG. He got another good one. Uh, Elijah Wan versus Dirk. I don't know nothing about this one. 
Oh, a I'm Dirk. I'm Dirk 100% on that because I because I got I got a story of my military time with Dirk. So I I've seen Dirk young and uh yeah I go with Dirk for sure. Really, I'm going with the dream. Man, dream listen, Dirk. <laughs> so I think I told you told you this story before, but Dirk was on like a traveling like like team and. I spent about seven months towards the end of my career driving for our brigade commander. He would go to these meetings all over the world. So we spent like five days at this base in Germany. And it was like the best team that Germany had to offer military-wise versus this traveling team that Dirk was on. And I watched Dirk at like 17, 18 years old give these grown men that were like military special ops in shape like they wasn't tired, they just they they just wasn't dirt. He gave them so many buckets, bro. That I would go dirt all day. Dirk was a dog. I might go Elijah one because I don't remember Dirk playing any kind of defense. He had them him them old man knees. He just prime. put his he just put his belly on you. And yeah, Dream Dream would have him off balance, but Dirk would have Elijah one off balance. So that yeah. nigga Dream. Gave that nigga Shaq 40 in the finals, nigga. <laughs> Dream was a dog. Uh, all right, here we got another good one. Definitely before all of us, our time, but it's a good, uh, good matchup. Shaq versus Kareem. I'm going to go Shaq, man. Shaq broke rounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a Shaq. That's a Shaq. I don't, I don't remember seeing a lot of Kareem highlights other than the, the hook. Uh, but then you couldn't stop it though. <laughs> it. So many a try. Like, like the thing I respect about him when he was in college, they outlawed the dunk because basically he was Shaq. He would get to where he wanted and dunk it, and they outlawed it. They said, "Yeah, you can't do that." Damn. So that's why he he came up with the sky hook because they said he couldn't dunk no more. So dudes that they changed the rules of the game for, I show mad respect. But with that same thing said, I would go with Shaq just because I think Shaq's prime athleticism was just unmatched. I was about to say, Kareem was a one-on-one game. Because I, I found myself a few weeks ago watching old highlights of him getting up off the floor after a hard foul and, and gut-punching the shit out of somebody. <laughs> yeah, like, I saw that. <laughs> middle of the and game, just full-blown. Yeah, <laughs> and, and that nigga black belt, too, so. Yeah, he was like, he, he was like, what's that do, uh, E Honda? <laughs> <laughs> the long arm dude, oh, the, the long arm dude. fighter. Yeah, I can't think of dude's name, the long arm dude. But uh, oh, I yeah, know what you're about on fighter. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know you're talking about. All right, yeah. last one, last one. Who you got? KD versus Larry Bird. Hey, this is about what? to be real disrespectful. Hey, this is about to be be? disrespectful, but go ahead. I've seen Larry Bird highlights. He had (laughs) game. I will give you that. He he was he was the baller, the white boy baller of all time. But KD is arguably the best scorer of all time, and he picked up his defense. His defense is like all defensive type, and I don't remember Bird being that. I would roll with KD as well. I would roll with KD as well, but it it ain't going to be no whitewash. I mean, any dude, any white dude that feel disrespected being guarded by another white dude, give my respect. They, 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 (laughs) it's a famous story where, uh, that in the finals versus the Lakers, they tried to put Kurt Rambis on him and he fucking scored 12 points straight. And then they had to switch up like, you better get this white boy off me. When a white dude (laughs) say that, Get buckets. Yeah. <laughs> two, two, two reasons why I say KD. The first reason he's probably one of the most explosive seven footers I've seen, and the second reason is pause on that by the way. And the second reason is <laughs> we're talking pre we're talking pre Achilles KD for sure because uh, that that Achilles is one is one mountain to climb and. Uh, Bird, don't Bird used to get buckets at a time when basketball was nowhere near the, the fouls. You know, like Bird used to take a beating and still get 30, 30 and 15, you know. <laughs> so I'm KD right now. But uh, we're talking about we're talking about young, young, healthy 
not injured KD. <laughs> Out of all those old school dudes, who would y'all want to see most play in today's NBA? Where you can't foul, you can't touch on the motherfucker without them calling a foul. Or that the, basically the lane is wide open at all times. Who would y'all want to see the most? Jordan. That way we can get this debate on. I'll <laughs> be seeing some of the Jordan highlights and I'll be seeing this competition and it looked like them niggas, same niggas work at Kinko's today. Like, <laughs> Kerr said it himself. Kerr was a, a good role player. Would he be in the NBA today? Hell yeah, motherfucker. Drew Bledsoe. Fucking, not Drew Bledsoe. Like Eric Bledsoe in the fucking NBA. <laughs> Like this, the motherfucker. They had to create uh, positions. They had to create positions for sorry motherfuckers and call them three and D players. Like today's NBA, like nigga, you you see the sit in the corner and jack up all threes like PJ Tucker, or that you can actually make a living for yourself in the NBA today. Like then you could not do that. Like I would, Steve Kerr. No athleticism, no handle. Just a all right jump shot. The, like the comparable to that is Kyle Corver, but Steve Kerr is what three or four inches shorter. I mean, I don't think I don't think Steve Kerr ever guarded Michael Jordan. We we talking about MJ. We said MJ. <laughs> <laughs> I would see, say I want to. My say, answer. Go ahead. My answer was going to be a little left field because I would have enjoyed to see like Reggie Miller have the Steph Curry green light, or Ooh. I would have been. Or I would have enjoyed seeing Penny, healthy Penny, being able to just, you know, like when when scoring was like it is now in today's NBA, like they show up to the arena as they were, knowing that they don't have to, they can shoot it 35 times and not get, you know, in trouble. <laughs> like that wasn't, that wasn't allowed back then. It was, it was such a different basketball that I would enjoy seeing some of the, some of the, you know, Steve Nash's and the, and the people that didn't really have the ultimate, ultimate, ultimate green light like some of these stars do, like the, like the James Harden green light on some of the other guys would be mm-hmm. amazing. Would be I amazing. mean, for for a dude that averaged a, a season, his career high, he averaged uh, 38 points a game without shooting threes in MJ. I would love to see that. I would love to see what type of numbers he could put up today where you can hand check and you can – basically get clothesline and they just call it a common file. I would love to see what type of numbers he could put up today. And speaking on the uh the doc, man, I, I was telling uh my brother this. I was like, man, I, I don't think this doc is gonna bring people together like people really think it is. I think it's gonna take people further apart because people like myself are gonna double down on their Jordan takes. And then it's gonna be other people just like Dizzle said, like, man, them niggas look sorry, I could beat them niggas. That he, right. he just he just he just the best of them bums. So I think people are just gonna double down. I think it's gonna be a small percentage of people that get swayed in one way or the other. So you know, all the only thing about the the whole like thing about uh who did he play against? Like it don't matter who he played against. They they for all the numbers people out there, they broke down his sh- sh- true shooting percentage. The dude shot fifty five percent. For true shooting percentage, like I don't care who you going up against, you shooting fifty five percent, man. Numbers. And I was gonna say, Dizzle, the people that think like 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 that, like I could beat them or they look trash, like it wasn't trash. no driver to the it wasn't no driver to the hole and then ball up top because somebody hit you, bro. Right. It wasn't no it wasn't no ball up top. Check check ball up top. I got fat now, nah, bro. So so. That re that redo possession that you might get five times in pickup ball because you got fouled. It, you know, that's that's five more points towards the game that y'all about to lose. <laughs> y'all can miss me with that, bro. Just like watching <laughs> the highlights, you look and you be like, "This is the NBA." Like this. Is what, what's the, what's the nigga name? The logo was it? Uh, Jerry, Jerry West. West. Yeah. Them motherfucking highlights is garbage, bro. <laughs> Are they garbage or you can't see them? You can't see them highlight. All them Celtics championships, watch them them games, bro. My favorite highlight from old basketball is when he can run the clock out, bro. Uh, That, like, like one-handed dribble in, like, a figure eight at the top of the key. Yeah, like the Globetrotters. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That should be 
Oh, uh, <laughs> they be chasing them like little kids behind them, like right. Like what kind of defense? Like this is the NBA, bro. And I think like Jordan he had some competition. He had the greats that he went up against, but ninety uh, percent of the league looks garbage. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, you can you can't you can't say that if you ain't never won the big prize at Kings Island, bro. Jordan did play against uh, Kobe. Like, it ain't like, oh, like all he ever played against was the sort of regular dudes. He played against Shaq. He played against Kobe. He played against Tim Duncan. He played against Patrick Ewing. Like, yo, these are all-time great players. Yeah. I went to Kings Island one time with Daquan <laughs> Cook, bro, and watched him give that three-point uh, challenge where they do, like, the three-point uh, – Shootout, like they, I I watched him give that thing buckets, bro. <laughs> like, and that's Daquan Cook we talk about. He ain't even in this conversation right now, so it's, it's a lot of pros out there that that uh that uh yeah get buckets. <laughs> buckets, and don't forget MJ retired for three years and came back to the Wizards. How about that? Shouts out to J Bone, man. But well, that's excited, it, man. We gonna watch this thing tonight. We're going to talk about it next week. Hope everybody stays safe. Hope y'all brothers stay safe. Uh, yeah, we bad wine, and y'all brought it up, so I'm, I'm doing that this week. Hey. Get it popping. You yes, already sir. know. You can't make about, this up podcast. Smash. Uh, DJ what you, Killer Kev. Excuse us. I, I, like, I, I said get like three of them. Three of them? Yeah, let's see what happens. <laughs> we just have to go live after the third one. <laughs> I thought wife would just get a bottle. Oh yeah, that's that's there that's a move too. Well, there it is. You can't make this up, podcast. Kev Nash, DJ Killer Kev. Hey, this. <laughs> <laughs> you'll get it. You'll get it. We out till next week. Peace. Peace.